Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Investor Lab, the audio epicenter for passionate people seeking a life of freedom, choice, and abundance. And on today's episode, um, Gabby. Oh, hey, hello, hello, Gabby. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot that. I forgot that I'm Goose and I'm Gabby. And what's going on? Hello, I'm Gabby. Hello. 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 <laughs> Look, today's episode is really about. The, the creating a life of freedom, choice, and abundance. That's what it's really about. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we, we, on, this is a, the episode one of a two-part series about intelligent goal setting. Um, and so today's episode is really about how to start thinking about crafting that vision. Like who, who do you want to become and what do you want out of life and how do you identify where you're trying to get to and, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, do you have anything you want to say on that, Gabby? Yeah, I mean, we, we pull apart basically why uh, a lot of people tend to struggle with this and then we kind of give you some tips on how to think about this process and the roadblocks to overcome in terms of setting goals that actually matter to you and, and help actually helping you to achieve those and not just kind of have these fluffy, vague goals. We, we kind of break it down how to set the right goals for you. Yeah, 100%. So today's episode is really about... Um, stimulating the creative juices mm-hmm. and the next episode in this two-part series is going to be about putting it into action so this one's a little bit more um high level and there's some homework for you to do at the end of the episode and then the next episode is going to be quite tactical how do you actually put it into, pl- into practice and how do you actually achieve those goals so without any further ado let us get stuck right into it um i hope you enjoy it and i look forward to your feedback if you enjoyed this episode and i look forward to seeing in episode two helping you to put the plan into action cool see you guys Hey guys, welcome back to the Investor Lab. Gabby, how are you? I'm amazing. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. So, um, as we record this, I've recorded this today. A lot of people might be listening and they might be noticing that there's a bit of a difference in the audio quality. <laughs> um, but as we currently record this, we've you know there's there's a COVID outbreak in in Sydney, so we're all working from home, which means our podcast setup, our podcasting equipment is all in the office. So we're trying to make do because we want to, um, you know, we still want to make sure that we're, um, you know, producing really cool content and stuff. But I, look, other than that, I'm actually really enjoying working from home. It's actually a little nice bit of a change for being in the office. I think it's good. It is. It's funny after, you know, however many years of you and I working for ourselves from home and then we finally get an office and now it's like, oh, now it's novel again. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I love our team, but I'm liking the, the novelty this week. Honestly, probably after this week, it might be a little bit, might be ready to go back to the office. Yeah, yeah. Me as an introvert to be like, ready to be back around people. <laughs> growth. Nice. Pers- personal growth. <laughs> personal, personal growth, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, um, personal growth, that's a really good segue into, into what we're going to be talking about for this episode, a bit of personal yeah, growth. So. Sure. I feel like I feel like over the last uh, few episodes. In fact, I would even go as far as to say, um, you know, for a significant portion of the year to date, um, we've focused a little bit more on, I guess, Yang sort of topics, right? <laughs> so we're on the on the yin and yang scale, on the masculine and feminine. We've talked about all kinds of stuff from structures and finance, and there's been quite a lot of um, more mechanical kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But as we are approaching right now, we're approaching the middle of the year. So we're approaching the end of the financial year as we record this. Um, and it's really a time, you know, we, we review goals and stuff every quarter. And it's a really good opportunity for us to, to 
spend a bit of time to reflect on where we're currently at and where we're going, whether we're on track. And I think it's a really good thing for us to be talking about with with everyone because I think a lot of people have a have a problem that they don't set they don't set goals or they don't set the right goals and they or even if they do set goals they usually drift off track and typically the goals aren't big enough right so I kind of see there's a there's a bit of a breakdown between you know with, with how people are approaching wanting to achieve their outcomes because usually they're ill-defined and ill-planned and they don't have a plan of attack to get there. Um, so I thought this would be a really cool, cool opportunity for us to kind of dig into that and um, focus a little bit more on the on you know building building the picture of the future. What do you think? Yeah, because I think like obviously I hope all of our episodes are valuable, right? I hope that everyone that's listening gets some value out of uh, every episode. But um, I I really feel like and the feedback that we've gotten throughout the year and a half that we've been doing this podcast that's crazy. Um, <laughs> year and a half we've been doing this podcast um, where obviously we can we can talk all day about real estate strategy and property tactics and how to think about this and uh, get on amazing guests. But the, the impact that we tend to have when we talk about more um, vision-based stuff as well, it's quite different to what people are used to hearing, particularly, you know, in this space in like real estate podcasts. Uh, land. So um, I think it's and it's it's an equally important thing to really think about because you can go anywhere and you can read about uh, tactics and ideas and oh, should I do this and what strategy should I use? But ultimately, the strategies and the tactics don't really matter unless you know where you're going. And we've talked about this quite a bit before. It's like you can apply any kind of tactic today, but it's like where are you trying to get to? And that's ultimately what's going to help you decide on which tactics and which strategies to follow. Um, yeah, so I think like this episode is as practical as any other episode that we have because it's like you're ultimately setting where is the endpoint that I'm trying to get to to make all of these other things make sense. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that that's a it's a really interesting thing to think about that a lot of people don't put enough thought into. You know, like I don't know. I don't know about you, Gabby, but every single year that I'm alive, time seems to go much faster. <laughs> and, and yes. And, and like, you know, this year, you know, it feels like it's just all flying by. And so what can very easily happen is you can, you can start to drift in a massive way. And I mean, if I was, if I was to ask you, Gabby, like, how, hey, let's, let's drive to Sydney. Can you tell me how to get to Sydney? Yes. Can, can you? Do you know, like, where do you turn left? Where do you turn right? What roads do we take? No, I probably couldn't. <laughs> no, I'm looking no. out towards the city and like, mm. yeah. Because <laughs> what, and, and the thing is, we might know those two points, right, where we are now and where we want to be, but unless we have a map that is going to help us to get there, then then we're probably not going to get to where we want to go. We're probably just going to end up somewhere random and, you know, not achieving the outcome that we want. However, the most there's two there's two fundamental parts to that. Well, three, actually. You first are going to know where you currently are, so that requires a bit of self-assessment. Mm-hmm. It also then requires that you understand where you want to go and and why. And then you've got to work out how you're going to get there. They're the three components that, are, that we need to break down. Um, so I think probably a good starting place would be for us to be thinking about well, where, where, where do we want to go and how do we start to think about that, what do you reckon? Yeah, for sure. And I think like just, just to kick that off, like it's quite a – it's super introspective, right? And as you said, like the first point is really identifying where you are and kind of who you are. Like there's quite a lot of identity, like who am I in the world? Who do I want to become in the world? How do I think about 
my status and where I'm at and my achievement levels and that kind of thing. Um, and I think a lot of people really struggle with this because it's quite, particularly like in the, in the current world, right? They, there's a lot of stuff happening external to us. There's a lot of change happening. So people are tend to kind of live in this survival mode where they just kind of want to just get through like this week or this month or this year and kind of head down and not really wanting to think beyond that because so much of it feels relatively out of control. Um, and so then when you ask people like, what are your goals for your life? A lot of people tend to like adopt more generic goals. So like this is when particularly in, in this space, people say like, oh, I want financial freedom. And so we usually try and break it down, like, what does that actually mean to you? What does that look like in a financial sense? What does that look like in your lifestyle? Um, why do you want financial freedom? What What is that going to then give you? And try to mm. break it down that way. And I think if you don't have other people or have trained yourself to really pull apart those questions and ask yourself those questions, you end up with the really vague, I want financial freedom or that similar kind of goal because that's... <laughs> kind of adopted this goal from what you think society wants, what everyone in society wants, without actually giving it too much thought. Um, yeah. And with that, it's like you need to have real clarity over the destination, right? Like in the, the analogy before, it's like you need to know that you could need to go to Sydney if you want to go to Sydney. If you don't know that you're going to Sydney, the directions of where you are now doesn't even matter because you don't know what the end goal is. Mm. So you need to get really clear on what does that look like? Whereas financial freedom, you're like, if you just say that, you have no idea what that actually looks like. Yeah, totally. And I think there's a really interesting thing to dig in there as to as well, Gabby, because a lot of people, you're right, a lot of people have this, um, we'll call it a proxy uh, goal because they, they adopt the goal from other people. They're like, hang on a sec, isn't that what it's all about, financial freedom? Isn't that what everyone wants? Isn't it obvious? Isn't that the thing that we all strive for? Where in actuality, I mean... You know, there's different ways to there's different ways to to think about financial freedom, and there's different ways to think about what that means. Now, for some people, you know, the way that they see that is like, I want to be able to quit my job as soon as possible, uh, and that might be driven by a certain set of set of you know ideals or you know values and stuff like that. It also could it could also could actually be completely misaligned. You know, for a lot for some people for some people the idea is. I want to be able to stop work and do nothing. But in fact, I know for myself that um, even if we had the ability to not work, which we don't, we haven't achieved, you know, the the, the infamous financial freedom. I, like I, my desire isn't to quit work. Like my, my desire isn't to stop. My desire is to keep going. So for me, the motivation to achieve that goal, which would be total income replacement and the ability to uh, to do what I want when I want with who I want, isn't necessarily so that I can just you know sit on the couch or disappear into, onto the horizon. And in fact, in my life and in our life together, the priority hasn't been how do we get ourselves out as fast as possible. The priority has been how do we create more impact. So for us, the pull is over a different time frame. Yes, we still want that outcome, right? We want to be able to have a life of complete financial autonomy and all of these wonderful things. However, for us, it isn't a question of how fast can I get there? You know, for some people, that is that is the that is the question. It's like if I could have that outcome tomorrow, I would. Whereas for me, I'm like, well, there's loads of other stuff that I would prioritize actually more and ha- and actively make decisions in my life 
that support that belief, right? <laughs> this is the point, right? So, yeah. so I think I think understanding um, not just the goal of financial freedom, but also thinking about things like what specifically does that life look like, and specifically in what time frame do I want to achieve it, right? And I think that this this is a really big piece that's missing because a lot of people adopt this like. As you say, financial freedom. I want financial freedom. Oh, yeah. We all want financial freedom. In two years. I, I have never met anyone who doesn't want financial freedom. I've never met a single person, right? However, I have met loads of people who say, well, I would like to be able to replace my income, but I'm not going to stop work, right? So, so really, this is an optimization play. You know, really what I would like is I would like to be able to, um, you know, take a little bit more time off or maybe take a sabbatical or whatever, or I want to set myself up for, you know, for a better life later on. And, you know, what does that look like? So the pathway is never going to be the same for everyone, right? If your goal is to get from Melbourne to Sydney in two hours, well, the method that you're going to, the method that you're going to use to get there is probably going to be a plane, right? If your goal is to get from Melbourne to Sydney, but um, see the most amount of the countryside between those two destinations and experience um, everything that that landscape has to offer. You're going to probably choose a different mode of transport. You might drive a car and you might like take three months or whatever. If your goal is to get from Melbourne to Sydney uh, uh, without taking any mechanical transport and you want to achieve the goal on foot so that you really can spend time getting in touch with yourself and nature, you may choose to take, there's a, there's a walking track that goes from the Dandenongs all the way to Sydney, to, right? You may choose to walk and that might take a few months, right? And so the outcome that you want out of that, whether it's, um, you know, speed or performance or all this kind of stuff is really going to shape what that journey looks like. And there is no one, one size fits all solution. But I think, and I think like a big fundamental um, problem with the way that people set goals is they set these super ambiguous, like hyper ambiguous goals, financial freedom. Okay, cool. So what we've kind of talked about this in some previous episodes. So what does that mean? You know, we've talked about minimum viable life and stuff in some, in some previous episodes, like what is actually going to be required for you to be able to, like the way that I like to think about financial freedom is the, the idea that you can wake up and go pick up a book and go sit on the couch and read all day without having to have any kind of stress or concern, right? It's not necessarily about going and, you know, eating Michelin star meals three times a day and doing all this kind of stuff. It's just the ability to have your time at, at your own disposal, right? So, and that's kind of minimum viable life. Now, but the thing that I think a lot of people miss is they don't think about what are all the areas in their life that they want to have specific goals in. They think only about the financial piece. They're like, they're like, well, I currently earn a hundred grand a year. So if I could replace a hundred grand a year, then life would be great. However, there's always going to be second and third order consequences to that. You know, there's always going to be, there's always going to be, um, you know, offshoots of that. Anyone could, you know, anyone could, anyone can achieve anything but as long as they understand the second and third order consequences to their, to their actions. You know, you might be able to um, build a business three times faster than, than anybody else. However, you may destroy your relationship with your partner. You may lose your family and you may gain, you know, 30 kilos in the process because all you do is dedicate yourself to your business, right? For example. And so, 
if you don't think about setting accurate and clear and measurable goals in all areas of your life, I think you're going to find that you'll accidentally damage some of the areas in your life and not achieve what you want, or maybe get to the destination what you want, but but not have any satisfaction when you get there. So really defining what that endpoint looks like. How are you going to feel? Where are you going to be? What does it look like? Who's going to be there with you? Um, and thinking about all these different areas of life, I think is is a, a really important component of it. Yeah, cool. I think if we just circle back to something you, you said about impact, and I think like this is a really interesting um, angle to bring in as well, where like for us, and it, this is why, again, it's so important to get to just understand yourself and what your own motivations are and um, as the starting point, because people often ask us, you know, we've started this business and we have like, we've got an amazing methodology that gets amazing results and we're finding uh opportunities for our clients that like no one else is really um, um, uncovering life, at the moment. Life change, life changing yeah. stuff, right? And so people ask all the time, like, why haven't we done that? Why haven't we just bought all the properties ourselves? Or like, why, why are we doing this business and doing this kind of work in helping other people where, uh, when we have this amazing endless opportunity essentially to help ourselves. And it's ultimately because we've done this kind of, work where we know that we are motivated like you and I both are the same we're motivated by impact and by helping others and we know that financial freedom will come as a byproduct of that in the way that we define it but it's never been our core motivation you know if it was motivated our core motivation to just replace our income and live on a beach and like chill out all the time we could have done that last year and we could be done we could be there by now if that's what we wanted to do but it's not what we wanted to do so exactly as you were saying about like it depends on where your starting point is and where you want to go but also like um yeah the difference between those two dictates the path that you take to get there and so for us it's like we could go down a path of financial freedom and get there much quicker but it's not ultimately what we want we want yeah if if the good that we are impacting people positively Tony, if the goal if the goal was if the goal was exit and you know sit on a beach or travel, we could by the end of by the end of this year we could probably you know put put yep. all that kind of stuff in place. Like, but that but that wouldn't <laughs> that wouldn't serve our values around who we are as human beings. Like, and that, that would then ultimately. And I've thought through that process. You know, like I've thought through I've thought through all of that and gone, okay, well, you know, perhaps perhaps we we could just go and uh, and. Hit, hit that nail on the head in a relatively short period of time. But then what? <laughs> you know, like there's yeah. a whole life. There's a whole life to live. And like, what do you want that life to look like? Um, I think, sorry, I just wanted on. to touch on as well, like where we tend to kind of slag the phrase financial freedom in this context. But I wanted to just preface it by saying like, if, if your immediate response to what is what are your goals? What are your life goals? If your immediate response is to say financial freedom, that is okay. Like that's okay to be as a starting point. Like if you yeah. can at least acknowledge, like, no, I want something more than what I currently have, and I know that I'm capable of doing that. That's a really good starting point. Um, so we're not saying that that's wrong, but it's think of it as step one to totally finding what you want. 
totally. Because I think the big I think the big thing there is to think about true north, right? So I, I like I know that for a lot of people, the idea of financial freedom is so that it's not actually it's not actually tied to money. It's actually tied to they want to be able to spend more time with their family, right? They want to be yep. a better dad. They want to be a better mum. They want to be you know any of these kind of things, which is totally sweet, right? Which kind of then lends us into and for you and I, it's about creating impact. You know, like my 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 personal desire is that I want to. Yeah, I want to change society. That's 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 been my motivation since I was like five years old, right? So, so, so for me, it's like quite massive <laughs> and requires a massive amount of action and requires that I put that um, first, which is awesome and, and and I'm enriched by it, and that's why it's that's why it is true north for me, right? Because I'm enriched by it. Um, but I think about I think that people really need to try and start to think through, um, you know, what are, what are all of those different things? Because I think, so there's a couple of, there's a couple of big problems that I want to tackle in this, in this episode, because, so this is going to be part of, this is going to be a two-part series. I don't know whether we've talked, talked, talked about that actually, have we? I don't right? think we have, no. All so, right, so we're going to break this into two parts. So part one is about creating the vision and part two is about how do we put a, get a plan and put it into action, right? So today's episode is really just about like, how do we, how do we start to think about crafting that vision of the future? Like who do we want to become and what, is that, what does that look like? Um, and, then, and then there'll be an exercise to do at the end of this and then we'll come back on the next episode and we'll talk about how to put the plan into action, right? So, so really the the purpose of this is to is to push and poke you to start to think about what are the what does this look like for you what is the what is the outcome it's not about me and gabby and what our goals are and what what we're trying to achieve it's not really about that at all it's all about you uh, the listener so uh, and i think there's a couple of big problems so firstly most people don't set goals right so we've kind of touched on that but we could probably dig into dig into that so most people don't set goals that's one uh, and most people don't usually usually don't set them big enough. I want to talk. I want to talk about that because that's a really that's a really important thing that I think we really need to talk about as well. And uh, and they also don't don't have a complete and it's not a complete vision, right? So they don't have they don't think about all the what are all the aspects of how to create that that vision and what what does that include? So let's try and let's try and tick, tick through some of those, right? So first and foremost, I think we've kind of started touching on it where that most people don't set goals. Like a lot of people have no vision of the future. You know, I've I think I've spoken about it. I think I've spoken about it before um, that we've got some some friends and some clients and stuff and it's like, hey, so what do you what do you want to achieve in the next three to five years? And they're literally like, I, I have no idea. I can't see that far into the future. And so so which is for me, as a as someone who's a visionary, I find that that's I'm just like wow. How does how do how do you operate like that? But I think it's a real thing. So for so yeah. So I th- so I think the biggest the biggest part of this is is actually taking to the taking the time to set the right goals because as we've talked about, if you don't know where you're going, you're just going to end up somewhere random where you may not want to be. Right. Mm-hmm. So the easiest way to think about it is you are planning planning a holiday, right? So if you were planning a holiday, you would then think about, okay, well, what type of holiday do I want? Uh, do I want a holiday by the beach? Do I want a holiday in the mountains? Uh, do I want a holiday where I'm doing loads of activities? Do I want a holiday where I'm doing nothing? Uh, do I want a holiday in a city or do I want it to be remote? Do I want to stay in a hotel? Do I want it? Do I want to stay in an Airbnb? Um, do I want to do some kind of homestay? Do I like you'll you'll start to think about all of that kind of stuff. And so the easiest way to think about this is that you're on you're on a you're on a voyage, right? You're on a voyage and a and a and a journey to your destination, your holiday destination. The perfect scenario that is going to leave you feeling enriched, satisfied and 
and just abundant, you know, abundantly, you know, enriched by life, right? So the, that's that's how we need to start thinking about it. Because a lot of people are like, oh, but 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 I don't know what life's going to hold. It's like if you were going to plan a holiday this year, next year, the year after, you would be planning it. You know, you would be like, okay, well, which flights are we going to take? Are we going to leave on a Wednesday? Are we going to are we going to leave on a Saturday morning? Should we fly? economy should we fly business is it going to be a cruise and so you would start thinking about all of that kind of stuff so that's kind of the easiest way to start really really thinking about it and setting the goals but the, the i think go on go yeah. to that. yeah so i tend to think of it like it's like trying on different hats because again it's like most people struggle to even set goals at all which is what we're talking about but it's if you think of if it helps you to think of other kind of cliche goals that people might have you can think about applying that to your life in the same way that like oh people people go to bali that's what people do in australia people go to bali on holidays so then you think about like okay if i went to bali how would that feel like would i be happy there is that the kind of experience i want and then for some people it is and then they end up going there and then for other people they're like that's not really what i want i want more of a higher class more luxury kind of experience and that's what suits me so i think it's it's kind of like trying on these different ideas of thinking like okay well um so if we put it in like a life context you think about uh i want to run a really successful business and you kind of put that on in your mind and think about okay is that the person that i am is that the person that i want to be am i going to be satisfied doing that for some people it is other people you might think no that's not actually for me okay i'll try on this hat about um i want a huge family i want to have tens of thousands of kids kids, just all of the kids all of the babies and think about like i really want an amazing like i want my home life to be my life like i don't mind about uh business or work but i want a really like stable amazing home life and i want to be the like the the king or queen of that domain like that is my theme some people might resonate with that other people might not resonate with that and there's all these kind of like different scenarios and it's not to say that they're mutually exclusive right you can combine all of those i'm trying to just give visualizations of individual kind of life scenarios that you can put on yourself and think about in five or ten or twenty years or something does that resonate with me and so that's kind of how i think about it as well because i'll go through phases where i'm like okay this is what i want and i'll i'll put myself in that situation and then i actually kind of let it marinate for like a couple of weeks and then i'll come back and be like maybe that's actually not who i am um so i think this is a good that's just a good framework to put through like helping you to set goals if you if you know that there are more cliche goals that other people have had you can put yourself in that situation and think about do i think that i would be happy doing that yeah, totally. Because a classic example is that, you know, for a lot of people, there might be this, oh, I'm going to become wealthy and I'm going to own, I'm going to own a, I'm going to own a yacht, right? Or I'm going to own a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And for a lot of people, a lot of people kind of have that picture in their mind that that is what success looks like when you've got some boat and you can kind of cruise around and whatever. But like for some people, the idea, of, what are you going to do? Maybe it'd be nice once or twice. Like maybe it'd be nice to go on a boat ride. But what yeah. the hell are you going to do with owning a boat? Like, <laughs> like for a lot of people, that's just going to be like, if you actually really think through what the, like, is that the thing that you're aiming for? Or is it, or is it that you want the time to be able to go on a boat? <laughs> you know, like there's all these different factors, but there's a, there's a big, there's a big piece here though, Gabby, that, um, that, and I kind of touched on earlier that, that a lot of people don't set goals big enough. A lot of yep. people, a lot of people try and work out what it is they want, and then they go, "Well, I'm just going to shoot for that." 
the problem with that is that is that like there's been a lot of studies into it. And I've been reading a lot of um, uh, kind of more academic uh, st- papers and stuff, like from the from the seventies and eighties and stuff, particularly on goal goal setting theory, which is really fascinating. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the studies have shown that most people just don't achieve their goals, right? So they just don't achieve them. Usually they miss them by a really small amount, but usually, like the vast majority of the time, they don't achieve them, okay? So, so the way to hack that is that if you're, you know, if you want to achieve your goals, that actually means that you need to set goals that are slightly bigger and slightly harder than what you want to achieve. You know, if you want to lose, if you want to lose 10 kilos, you should put a plan into action to try and lose 15. You know, if you want to make $100,000, you should put a plan of action to try and to try and make 150000 for example. If you're like Grant Cardone is really big on this yeah. in, in, in the 10X rule and stuff like that. And honestly, it's, it's, it can, when you, if anyone's ever listened to the audio book of the 10X rule, it can seem pretty full on where you got like this loud American basically saying, do more, do more, do more, do more. And to a degree, like to a degree, it's pretty, it's pretty, you know, nuts. However, in practice, it's actually entirely, it's actually entirely necessary. So the studies, the studies showed that businesses who set financial targets typically, typically missed their financial targets by between two and ten percent, right? So not like not hugely off. And it and it and also the study showed that it didn't actually matter how much those stretch targets were. So if the businesses said, I want to grow by 10% in the next 12 months, and they set a financial target based on that, they might only they might only grow by 7%. If the business said, I want to grow by 250% in the next 12 months, they might only grow by 245%. So it didn't actually seem to matter how big it was. It's just the fact that they would always just slightly miss it. So I found that I found that to be a really uh, fascinating look into the human, human psychology because mm. you know it's almost like we we quit just before the end, finish line. So we have to cheat ourselves, right? We have to move the finish line, like yeah. if we want if we want to get there. And and I was also um, recently uh, reading about the 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 Badwater One Hundred, which is like one of the toughest ultra marathons uh, of all time, and the number of people who 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 fail in the last, you know, few miles or 10 miles is, is huge. So many people get like 90% of the way through and then just can't, they just can't make it. You know, they're just like, and, and it's a really fascinating thing. So there's a big piece here that, that if you actually want to achieve your goals, you actively need to try and stretch past them. That's a really interesting angle. If you think about if you actually want to achieve it. Hmm. Because I think people, you know, again, we might go through this exercise and we'll set a goal for the sake of going, okay, these guys said I should set a goal. Mm. But then if you think about, like, if I actually want that thing that I say that I want, the best thing that you can do is actually adapt that and set it slightly larger or much larger because you are more likely to actually achieve it because it's it might be the goal that you actually want is only like 10% of this bigger goal that you're saying you want. And so you are more likely to actually achieve it because you're striving for something bigger. But I think that comes down to actually wanting it because people might say that they want something, but their actions indicate otherwise. Yeah. So I have a belief, and we'll talk about this in a bit more in the next episode. I have a belief that the universe will give you absolutely whatever you want, as fast as you want it, and in the volume that you desire, as long as you believe 
caveat to that is that you have to actually believe it. <laughs> like it's all good. It's all good to be like, oh yeah, I want this. I want. I want to achieve this kind of cool thing over there. However, you've got to. You've got to get that deep in your core. We'll talk about that more in in the in the next in the next episode. But um, you know, trying to, you know, trying to work out what do you actually want is a really, really important part of this because i've i've done it loads of times and i still do it i still set goals and we'll talk about this again in the next i still i write out goals all the time and they change and the reason that they change is because sometimes after a period of time of marinating in it as you said i'm like actually i don't want that and i don't want what comes with that and i let that go so really taking the time to define what you actually want is is absolutely critical because then you've got then you've got to work out well how can i reduce my chance of failure and the way that i can reduce my chance of failure is to increase the likelihood of the outcome by you know let's i you know use 50 percent right so and i was actually talking about this with uh with our team the other day they were um you know some some of our team were, were talking about property searching and stuff and how many properties they were trying to find in a week and what was happening is they they had a goal for how many properties they were trying to secure in a week but they would they had that specific goal, which in, in the case of this particular individual was um, secure three properties in, in one week. The problem was he was setting a goal of three. And then so statistically, at least one would fall over, fail, or would not pass due diligence or whatever. So he was not meeting his targets because he would set the goal of three and he would set himself up to find three and then one would fail. And then he'd only end up with two, right? So, so in order for him to mitigate that risk of not achieving his goals, I said, well, you actually need to try and find six, right? Because if 30% of the properties are not going to work or, or, or meet, our, meet our standards or, or we're not going to get them and they're going to be bought by other people, you need to, you need to magnify your total opportunity volume. And and so this is this is a really important part of the whole goal setting piece. So understanding what you want and then going, okay, well, there's a high likelihood that that the world will conspire or I will self-sabotage or whatever the case may be to not actually achieve those goals. Okay, well, how do I reduce that chance of failure? The easiest way to reduce that chance of failure is to shoot much further. You know, if you wanted to, if you wanted to get fit enough to go on a, you know, a hundred kilometer hike through the mountains, should you get just fit enough to survive 100 kilometers? No, you should get fit enough so that you can do 200 kilometers so that you can enjoy the 100 kilometers that you do do, right? And so that you don't, so that you don't fail at, at, you know, at, at, nine, at kilometer 90, for example. You know? And so the point is that you need to overdo it in order to get to your destination. Yeah, there's, there's, there's so much we can pull apart of that like in the next episode. I think particularly about like identity, um, because like I hear that I hear that story and I know who you're talking about in the team. Um, but you know, it setting these massive goals past where you're trying to get to as well doesn't have to be like this sustainable thing where like, okay, well that's just how I have to do it all the time, every time. Mm. But there's also an identity piece where and all of this is ultimately like mindset hacks. Like I say, it's high performance hacks for the human mind. Um, but it's you know, setting that goal, it's like if your goal is three, if you set a goal of six and you actually hit five, the sense of achievement and the sense of confidence that you get from doing that means that you can actually sustain a higher level of performance because you are now feeling more confident because you've proven to yourself that you can do something that you didn't think you could do. 
And then that's ultimately, again, that's when you will actually achieve these goals if you actually want them is by stretching yourself so that you can have that confidence boost. Um, and so it's not like you have to keep doing that 100%, 100% all the time, but it's like you've leveled up what your standards are. You thought your standard was something else, but now you've proven that your standard could be higher. Um, and so I think that's the other flip side of setting these goals much bigger than you really will ultimately be happy with. It's because you kind of need to like lasso yourself forward, grab that big doll and like pull yourself forward and wear this new identity of like, I'm the kind of person that can achieve it. And that's what's going to keep you pulling forward. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Because I had a conversation with one of our clients yesterday. He wanted to check in on where he where he, how he was tracking towards his goals. And so we would spend a bit of time going back to the start, reviewing what the goals were then, looking at where the properties performing, uh, how the properties are performing now and what we're planning to do next. Now, all things being equal, to achieve his five-year goal, we could probably have not really done anything. We could probably choose, and we discussed this uh, when I was talking to him yesterday, we could he, he's got a few properties and based on uh, the way they're performing and the reasonable expectation over the next few years, he'll probably achieve what the target was by year five. However, however, in order to um, aim to achieve more than that, in order to either bring that further forward, which means he can achieve his goals sooner, or to reduce the chance of, of failure, you know, his his perspective, not mine, was, well, let's see how much faster we can go because that's only going to accelerate our opportunity to get to that destination. So he's in a situation where he could do nothing for the next five years and achieve his goals. And he's like, well, but if we go, if we try and push ourselves to go a little bit quicker, and if you try and push ourselves to achieve more, we're just actually going to get to it. Maybe we can achieve our 10-year goals in five years. Or alternatively, if the properties don't perform as we think they're going to, I'll have mitigated that risk and I'll still land where I want to land. And, and it was awesome. Like it was really, it was really, you know, great conversation to be a part of because, you know, it's, it was fully aligned and he's, he knows exactly what he wants. He knows what he wants out of life uh, and, and what he needs to do to get there. And he's prepared to, to understand that and move forward. So, so we've kind of covered the fact that a lot of people don't set goals and why that's important. And we've also talked about um, the fact that people don't set goals big enough and how to overcome that. The final, the final piece is that people don't often set the right goals, mm-hmm. right? So let's talk about that because a lot of people might get a little bit offended when you say, what do you mean not the right goals? Who the hell are you to judge my goals? <laughs> but the point is, and we've talked about this, um, we actually talked about this in episode 20. Episode 21. Episode 21. And um, I also talk about it in uh, my book, Limitless, The Renegade's Guide to Building Wealth Through Property in the Seed of Life section. Um, it's, about fi- it's about actually assessing all of the things that are really important in a multidimensional way. You know? So just setting one goal, like a financial goal, I want to achieve $100,000 of passive income in 10 years' time, doesn't factor in all of the other key areas of life. So, And as I kind of mentioned earlier, there could be unintended consequences of that. You could achieve $100,000 of passive income and arrive at that destination alone and unhappy and fat and unhealthy and all of these other kind of things. Uh, alternatively, you could actively set measurable goals in every area. So health, 
So this, there's there's six key areas to to assess your life in. So number one is health. Number two is is social, and number three is family. Number four is finance. Number five is career or or business, and number six is mindset and intellect. And so what what needs to happen in order for you to set goals that are going to be satisfactorily fulfilling and that are going to and that are actually going to pull you forward is they need to be interlinked and intertwined right so for example you might say i have a goal to own a yacht okay well great you could own a yacht but is it what type of yacht is it going to be for a start so you got to clearly define exactly is it is it a new yacht is it a big yacht is it a small yacht is it a motor yacht is it a sailing yacht is it a catamaran is it a monohull you know what color is it you know all of this kind of stuff and then you got to then you got to be like, well, what kind of person do I want to be on that yacht? Do I want to be do I want to be the kind of guy or or girl who's like, you know, overweight but drinking wine all day and laughing in the sun and I don't care because I'm I'm happy? Or do you want to be someone who's who's lean and fit and strong and goes free diving off the boat and spear diving and all of this other kind of stuff. Do you want to be there alone? Or do you want to be there with your family? Do you want to have friends on the boat? You know, do you want to just have a boat but never be able to use it because you still have to go to work every day? Or do you want to have a boat plus the income in order to be able to support you to not only have the time to be on that boat, but also the operating costs of being on that boat? You know, and also how are you going to just sitting on a boat can actually be pretty mind-numbing. Like what is it? Who are you going to become and how are you going to continue to grow when you're on that boat? You know, are you going to be reading books? What kind of books are you going to be reading? What kind of you know, intellectual endeavors are you going to be undertaking in order to, you know, keep your mind stimulated so the gray matter doesn't start to start to fade? There's all these, there's all these aspects. And I've used the boat example just to try and encapsulate all of those different features and how they need to be entwined together. Because if your goals are completely disconnected, then you're probably the likelihood is you're not going to achieve really any of them. You know, if if your goal is I want to create a million dollars of passive income in the next uh, twelve months, and I also don't want to do any work, and um, I also, you know, you know, like you know what I mean, like it can become really quite disconnected. So you really need to make sure they're they're all wrapped up in a nice harmonious kind of ecosystem of goals. Mm. And I think, so that's talking through how to set the goals in each of those areas. And I think if you guys go back to episode 21, we walk through the whole exercise in a bit more depth, but it's about finding that starting point. So it's, it's largely a self-assessment of where you feel like you are at in those uh, mm. six areas of life. And then you can come back into here and go through like, okay, in those areas, like what are my goals for each of those areas? Um, so I think they work, they work well hand in hand. Yeah, totally. And I, but I think, and I think it's, I think it's critical to, uh, I think, it, and it's like, because at the moment, this episode is talking about like how to set that vision, right? Mm-hmm. But that's, but just thinking through all of those kind of key points is super critical, you know, like, is my goal to retire in the next 10 years? Great. Well, then what am I going to do? Who am I going to do it with? Who am I going to be? How am I going to feel? What am I going to look like? Um, what do I need to think about now that is going to set me up to be able to be that person and live that life and enjoy that moment? Because I know a lot of, I know a lot of, um, a lot, I know a lot of people retire and they've spent their whole life 
you know, saving, putting money in super, doing all this kind of stuff. And then they might retire when they're 65 or 70, but they don't have the health at that point in time to actually go out and enjoy it. When they start that plan, when they're 30, for example, they're like, oh, you know what we'll do is we'll just work really hard for the next 30 years. And then when we're like 60, we'll just like travel the world and we'll have all these adventures that they want to have then. And when they're 30, the problem is by the time they're 60, they might not have taken care of their health along the way and they might not be able to go and do those things, right? So you really need to think about these kind of whole life encapsulating goals and how that's going to how that's going to shape who you're going to be now to become the person you want to be then. Mm-hmm. 100%. Awesome. <laughs> um, so, Gabby, the Six Pillars episode, can you download the Seed of Life template on that episode? I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, we can, um, we'll put it in the show notes for this one as well. Okay, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can download the the Seed of Life self-assessment tool and start to rate yourself on where you sit within the Seed of Life. So you can rate yourself from one to six in each of the key areas. And then if you download the self-assessment tool, you'll then be able to create a spider plot by joining those dots together, which will help you identify where you're potentially out of balance in your life. Uh, and, And what I would suggest is a little bit of homework from this episode is to go and create a list of all of the things you want in your life in the next 20 years. You know, what are all of the things that you would like to achieve? And it could be things Things like, I want to um, trek the Annapurna circuit. I want to take my family on a round-the-world cruise. I want to um, create $100,000 of passive income. I want to achieve an award for being best in my industry at what I do. I want to study one new, uh, I want to do it, you know, I want to study and learn one new skill that I want to add to my uh, quiver of, 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 of skills. I want to spend at least three weeks of every year on holidays with my family. I want to catch up with friends for dinner every two weeks, right? So start really like mapping out all of these kind of things that you want out of your life that are going to create your perfect life, right? What is, what is, what is, what is the thing that when you get to 70 or 80 years old and you look back, you're going to be like, that was a life well lived. Like I have absolutely smashed it and I've nailed it. You know, like some, some, some of the things for me, like one of the things for me is to trek the Annapurna circuit, which is why I mentioned it. You know, I also want to go on a multi-continent motorbike adventure. I also do actually want to own, uh, do actually want to own a, uh, own a yacht at some point. And for, that's a big, that's a big stretch goal for me, right? And that's something that I just find it really, I think the freedom would be really fascinating. And I've spent the time going through all of the, the thinking methodologies around like, who would I become to be that, to be that person? So, um, yeah, and with, with that as well, like it's, particularly if you haven't done these kind of exercises before, it's going to be really, you'll find some resistance come up because you're trying to be realistic and you're trying to, you'll, something will come up and you'll be like, oh no, that's not possible. Like that's not realistic. Like in like I, that came up when you mentioned about like going around the world cruise and I'm like, oh, people can't really cruise at the moment. So, but it's not the point. The point of this exercise is to uncover all of these things that you obviously intrinsically want because it's coming up for you and you're thinking of it and just writing that down somewhere it's not about this is not about trying to um distill a clear action plan yet we'll we'll get to that in the next episode but this is more about like just getting raw and open and honest with yourself it's not for anyone else it's just for you about what do i actually want what is going to make me happy and fulfilled in my life and just writing that down exactly it's kind of like a bucket list list it's a bucket list right or what are all the things what are all the things that you want to be able to tick off over the next you know i I like to use 20 years as a good time frame 
personally, because I think that's more measurable. Um, but that's kind of the homework from this episode. So with on that note, um, we let's wrap up this one because then we can jump into the next episode and we can talk about how to turn that bucket list into an action plan and how to actually get that, actually make sure you can achieve that goal. What, how's that sound? Awesome. Can't wait. Awesome. All right, guys. Um, thanks for joining us today and thanks for being a part of this. And I hope that this has been valuable. Um, sometimes challenging your mindset and challenging the way that you think and challenging goal settings can be really difficult and it's easy to dismiss it as just woo-woo crap. Um, but I can tell you that it is absolutely critical to the success that you want out of life, out of real estate, out of all of this kind of stuff. So um, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and we can t- kind of talk about how to turn your bucket list, your, your life vision into a plan of action and we'll go from there. Cool. See you on the next episode.